Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by coffee, because without it, I wouldn't wake up in the morning. Hey, what's going on? And welcome to another episode of the Barbells and Burgers podcast. Give me one second. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Um, so I wanted to talk this morning about a couple of different things. It's actually been kind of hard to figure out what to talk about. Uh, so I just made a bullet point list and said I'll cover some of these things in a different episode. But I figured what I'd start off with today is reminding you if you've heard it before and helping you understand if you haven't, that it's okay to take risks when it comes to nutrition. Um, and I don't mean like starve yourself for 24 hours and see you know what sort of spiritual experience you have. I'm not going to recommend that, although you could do it if you wanted to. My point is, is that there's lots of different things out there, lots of different eating patterns, lots of different approaches to nutrition. And what I the the fault that I noticed I've made in recent months, maybe even years, is telling people not to do certain things. And I and I think that the reason why that hasn't been good advice is because it doesn't come with a lot of context. One of the things that I have done in the last two years is try to grow my presence on social media. And I got stuck in the loop of trying to go viral, even though I wasn't really trying to go viral, but like I sort of like subconsciously was doing things that would be more controversial instead of just trying to give, you know, solid advice. I did a little bit of both, but I started to notice that I was just picking on things that were incorrect um, in the industry instead of trying to help people do the right thing. And I think that that's, I mean, that's obviously hasn't been that productive for me personally, but it's also not going to be productive for you either. Uh, you, you don't learn much by me t- just telling you not to take, you know, not to do detox teas. Um, and, and there is a line. I'm not saying that I'm not not going to tell you to do certain things because I, I think that there'll be a waste of money. And I think that there's a certain amount of guidance that you need to have most definitely. Um, but aside from sort of those basic, like don't do detox teas, there's no need to do them or fasting for 48 hours or something like that. Aside from things like that, you know, there's a, there's a lot of advice that I can give you. And so what I want to encourage you to do is that if you think something is going to be to your benefit, or if you just want to explore what's going on in the world of nutrition, maybe what you're doing right now isn't working for you. Maybe you're doing kind of a moderate carb, moderate protein, moderate fat approach. Maybe it's just not working well for you. Maybe you want to try intermittent fasting. Maybe you want to try a, a more keto-like-ish approach. And I'm going to do probably more podcasts on keto because I, people don't realize that keto isn't keto anymore. Like just as a small little tangent here, the keto that you see today is not traditional keto. It's just very low carb. Keto was invented for, or was created for people that have epileptic seizures to help them reduce their seizures. It's not, it was never meant to be a nutritional diet or any sort of weight loss thing for in, for anyone. Now, if you wanted to go low carb, because maybe you're the kind of person that just you feel like you put too many of your calories in the carbohydrate basket, and there's no need for you to do that, or there's no, you're not seeing any benefit from that, benefit from that, and you want to transition into a more lower carb, moderate to high protein, and moderate to high fat approach, then then that's fine, do it. And the reason why I'm encouraging you to explore is because you're not going to get to a point where you know what works for you if you don't try a bunch of different things. And it's okay to fail when it comes to nutrition. It's one of the reasons why I've encouraged, or I'm sorry, it's one of the reasons why I've stepped back from the 
um, weight loss coach coaching. I don't know how else to put it. Because I've realized that in my coaching, a lot of people come in with very little knowledge. And sort of the subconscious pressure that both a client and myself put on each other during weight loss coaching is to, duh, lose weight. Or at the very least, lose some fat, right? Because weight loss really doesn't mean anything unless you know what you're losing. So I'll call it fat loss, although they I use them interchangeably sometimes. So I started getting really tired of that. I started, you know, I think people need more education on nutrition. I don't think that the best place for me to put my energy is into weight loss because I, I just seem to attract people. And this is not a complaint by any means. It's just an observation. I seem to attract people who need nutrition coaching, not weight loss coaching. And so there's a deep need for understanding nutrition, not just from like a textbook, hey, this is what vitamins have, you know, what fruits have these vitamins or what vegetables have these vitamins. Well, that's great information. It's sort of irrelevant to the person who's trying to just get in better health. Like I'll just save you some time having studied all the different vitamins and minerals and nutrients that basically all whole foods have vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, even things you wouldn't expect. Like if you look at the amount of potassium in red meat, you'd be surprised, right? You, you think, well, why does something like red meat have vitamins and minerals? Well, you know, if you want to take a quick little trip down that rabbit hole, well, what do cows eat? They eat grass. What do you think grass has? Tons of vitamins and minerals. So it's more important to have a better education about nutrition than it is to just focus on weight loss. And that's why I'm encouraging to try a lot of different things. Try a high fat diet, try a low carb diet, try, I mean, I don't really like exploring extremes because I think that they're less fruitful for even learning more about yourself. Like I think the keto diet can serve a very small amount of people, but what most people are trying to do with the keto diet is just go low carb. So just do a moderate low carb approach. I think you'll learn more from that because the problem that I have with the extremes is they promote this idea that completely getting rid of one particular thing is the solution to all of your problems when it's not. Um, it's, it's very rarely ever the case that that's a good piece of advice, whether it's nutrition or life. So what I recommend is, yeah, you don't have to be middle of the road balanced with everything, but don't go too far from the middle. You know, Go low carb and try that, let's say, right, and see if that works for you. Um, the other thing that's important to understand when you're exploring different approaches is to not be afraid to step back from an approach you've been doing for a while because it no longer serves you. Um, just a little story as an example of this, I did I, I stuck with intermittent fasting because it, it worked really well. Like it it hit all the check boxes for me in terms of like routine, eating preference, eating time. It sort of naturally went with my biological clock. Like I don't really typically ever feel hungry in the morning. Like I can have a cup of coffee and be really good until like 10 or 12, so around lunchtime-ish. And that works really well for me. And then, you know, trying to, the hard thing that I have is not eating late because I have this like weird thing in my brain where if I go to bed hungry, it's like I won't sleep well, which is actually quite often the opposite. And so that's my own psychology of eating thing that I need to work on. But anyway, when I was doing intermittent fasting, there was a point where it wasn't really serving me very well. And that was because I was 
doing a lot more training. I was lifting a lot more. I was putting a lot more stress on my body through exercise, through physical activity. And, and fasting just wasn't the best approach. And so I took a break from that. And then within about two to three months, that break from fasting turned into wanting to fast again because I started to notice that I, I was going too far the other direction. I wasn't listening to enough of, of my body and, and, and sort of doing things that had worked in the past. So I'm back on it. And that's the thing that I co- sort of want to close on is that no one approach is ever going to work forever necessarily, right? Especially as you get older and your body changes and you know things about your biology start to change, you might have to change your approach, right? And, and even as a nutrition and a nutrition coach and personal trainer, I have to be reminded that one path isn't always the path you'll be on. You'll sometimes change things. And that's okay. It's okay to change things. But you have to go, you have to have a strong understanding of what it is that you're doing, right? That's why it's important to explore many different options and take from which, you know, take a piece from each option and see how it worked best for you. One of the things that I learned from intermittent fasting was, is that my, my hunger cues really weren't an emergency. And that was, that was like a sort of revelational, revolutionary, I don't know if I said that right, um, thought process and, and pattern, something that I really picked up on. So to close out, explore, try different things. If you fail, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Like if you failed 100 times in a year, you would come out of that year knowing more about nutrition and more about your relationship with food than most people probably learn in four or five years because they're just not paying attention to it. So be be curious, explore, try to figure things out, see if it works for you, and then adjust things when they don't. Don't be afraid. Don't ever get married to one particular thing because one particular thing is never going to be the answer. It's an ever-evolving sort of cycle of things, but you only really understand that when you try a bunch of different stuff. All right, my 10 minutes is up. Thank you for joining me this morning or whenever you're listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you in the next podcast episode. Hey guys, before I go, just want to do a little shout out to Instagram, social media. Make sure you follow me at Shane Hubbard Fit on Instagram if you want, uh, you know, health and fitness advice. If you're more somebody who's trying to get things started, who wants to get uh, more into habit-based practices for health, I recommend you follow me at Simple60Challenge on Instagram. And honestly, I think you should follow both because they both have their unique values. Uh, So anyway, that's pretty much where I spend most of my time on social media. Um, I don't really spend any time on Facebook anymore because, uh, honestly, Facebook is not a cool place to hang out anymore. But anyway, follow me there if you want to hear more about you know, fitness, nutrition-related stuff. And don't forget to join my email list either if you want to get emails from me. I promise I don't spam you. Um, I just send me emails out a couple times a week uh, just to give you, you know, as much advice as I can. And you can find that on my website, uh, and that's just shanehubbardfit.com. All right, talk to you guys later.